Is it comfortable? The beanie? Yeah, no, it's it's very comfortable. I was just, I was just curious if I should have it on or off because it's a podcast and people can't see me in my beanie. Patreon skin. That's true. I'm glad that you took something from that. Huh? Took? Do you not know what a toque is? No. It's what it's what, what Canadians you, it's call the sound you make when you fart. No. Uh, what's the sound you make during a scene when you need to stop it? No, that's a safe word. And what is yours? <laughs> toque. <laughs> Welcome back. Happy holidays, and I hope you don't took us for granted. Okay, are you? Is this a real thing? It is. It is. It is. It's like T O U Q U E. I'm not making this up. I promise That's you. That's torque. I, there was no R in that spelling. Torque. I'm Amp. I'm Mr. Christopher. And welcome back. <laughs> this is an appropriate way to start because it's very bratty behavior, Daddy. What? I didn't do anything. That's what a brat would say. <laughs> God, I'm never going to win here. True. And um, it's another lovely, we always film stuff on Tuesdays, and I don't know if people mm -hmm. realize that, but um, we're having a nice, lovely week. It's a first week of December. It's officially the holidays. We have our tree up. I know. I'm starting to get that holiday home. pressure now because, you know, it just I is. I believe people call that cheer. <laughs> no, I call it pressure because you, you know now it's like making lists of who you're buying gifts for to prove your friendship and love to. Well, make sure you check so, them twice. Well, it's, it's just like the pressure, and and then what if someone gives you something and you didn't get them anything, and uh, and that's not even my tea. <laughs> <laughs> well, to that I would say always have. I have a basket full of. Like extra sex toys. I know you throw you throw sex toys at people. What with consent? You make it sound like no, I'm I know, them, but but, but you, so that's just a whole nother level of regifting. So how, re how do we? F well, you were given it for free, right? No, I mean I literally no 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 no. I literally have purchased sex toys. Whenever I see sales for things that I like. I will buy extra ones. But also, we get sponsors who send us sex toys. Wait, are you stealing our sponsors? No, you. No, you are. Oh my god, daddy! This is what I'm saying. Oh my god! Speaking of sponsorships, I'm wearing a toque today or a beanie, as the Americans call it. We just launched a new line of Kingster beanies, and I love it. It's got a little pom pom on top. I love it. It's like a little ball I can hit. Ow. Um, but otherwise, it is the holiday season, so while not sponsoring our own things, you can always support us at SafeWorkShop.com. The mm -hmm. eggplants are officially going off pre-sale starting tomorrow when this podcast goes up. So. Is that? Oh, so we can't even plug the plant? No, we're plugging it now because okay. it's the very last day you can buy our eggplant. Eggplant. It's a this is it. Then, then, we, no then we launch them. Is that why the room is purple right now? No, that's just my room normally. I know actually. it's Christmas. Why do you have there's a tree. Barney lighting going on it's right now? Barney lighting. <laughs> it's my it's my purple. I like the purple lighting. Why do you have Aubrey Jean? Exactly. <laughs> anyway, Daddy, how was your week? It's actually really good. Um, I have what makes it good? Yeah, because we're not traveling, and I have committed to nothing. So I'm just going kind of day by day with the flow. Um, okay. Usually, right at this point, it's like holiday parties, and you have to do this, and this person's in town. Da, 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 da. I've I've, da, 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 da. I've been chilled. Well, it is super chilly. chilled. It is ch it is chilly, and and we can't even complain. It's like snowing in Chicago right now. The, 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 we we are like, oh, it's chilly. It's like sixty eight out. <laughs> I am wearing shorts, and I was wearing a tank top before this because my room is very warm and a beanie. Well, okay. 
because I my room gets really hot when I work or edit and I like I'm always on my computer. Um, so that kind of keeps my room naturally warm. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's the holidays. So make sure you bundle up, whether it's in a Kingster beanie or a Kingster sweatshirt, whichever you always, always get some stuff at Safer Shop if you want, if you want. And you can still order stuff and it will get there for the holidays. So mm. thank you again to all of our supporters. Happy holidays. And daddy, it's time for another podcast, but we can't start a podcast without a little bit of tea. Daddy, 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 Okay, so um, so t- d- yesterday I changed gyms. I had been going to a gym for three years. Oh, I know. And the scandal. Uh, me and my workout partner. My workout partner had come over to this gym, and I like this gym because it was kind of quiet. There wasn't really a scene. You didn't have to wait for anybody at machines. The one that we that I'm still at. Your, yes, your old. You gym you have not point. transferred over yet. So anyway, my workout partner came over, but he was bemoaning the fact that he couldn't use the steam room anymore, which I suppose is very popular at the boys gym, all these things. So we talked and we're like, okay, well let's switch gyms back to the boy gym across the okay for for the record i i, I let me explain because otherwise people are gonna be like that boy yeah well so the, the, gi- no, the homo no, no. gym the homo gym. no no the gym that we are currently at was a very small it was it, the gym i am at currently was a gym that was meant for trainers who yeah. had clients Personal and trainers. but it's getting more and more crowded and it's not really just don't let with, me do anything not you just i'm trying trainers. to explain this and i'm trying to give my tea yes and nobody knows what gym you're talking about because you just anyway so daddy is currently switching over to what is considered the gay gym in the castro yes and i think it's a bad idea well i'm and that's my team <laughs> I, so i'm two days in and i'm like wondering if i made the right decision so okay why well it is more crowded which i called uh, and then, um, For the record, I said, don't do it. Cause it's a bad some idea. Some of the equipment is a little janky. I know. Well, I didn't realize that. I told you all this. Well, I told you. And I listen, all gyms have like janky parts to them. That's fine. Okay, fine. But this so specific I, can, gym, I can get over that. Here's the tea. This specific gym asked me if I would like to try out the gym uh-huh. and do some sponsored posts for them. Oh, We're not naming the gym. That's why you're bitter. No, I'm not bitter, but but then no. I was like, yeah, I would love to try out your gym and, and do that. And you, you know what? They would let me try the gym for a month for free. And then I committed. I had said yes. They were like, great. And then last minute, we're like, actually, we can't. And I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. Well, then I guess I'll stay at my other gym. They like, probably did that because your daddy went over there. <laughs> and he'll be doing no all shame, of this. No shade the business. It's a business deal, I'm sure. But I was like, oh, I, I don't want to go there. Also, that gym, no shade to people who go there. Everybody takes the same selfie in the same bathroom. It's all lit. The I haven't same. even been in the bathroom yet. I never because do. The line's too long. I, well, I live across the street. I just get there. I I don't like changing at the gym. It takes too much time. So I just change at home. And, well, make and sure whatever. Trixie Mattel doesn't go to that gym because she's going to start reporting all the gays doing the things in the steam room. Did oh, you hear well, about that? That, well, that's why people go to this gym. I so I, I I've heard. Well, I've heard allegedly. Trixie Mattel was like all like. She apparently reported the people in her personal gym, <gasps> her gay gym, that people were getting frisky. And Why would she do that? Because she hates gay. No, it was she got she got dragged for it. Oh Res- my god! Respectfully, she got dragged for it. Like, don't out the gays. Just having trying to thrive. Have a you know, space, let them have fun. Right? It's fine. Stay on your stay on your fucking ellipticals with your <sighs> Ozempic and what shit not. But like, yeah. So, so but then oh, there's more. 
I have a nemesis here in San Francisco. <laughs> And they were working out across from me. And so now I'm like, now I'm going to have to see my nemesis every time Can I go mouth to the, the nemesis to me. Okay, you're doing a really bad job of mouthing it. With the <laughs> I video forgot people can see me. <laughs> the feature hands know who I just said. No, sorry. <laughs> anyway, well, that'll teach you. Yeah. You should have listened to the puppy. So That's all I'm, I'm like, going to say. Is it too late to back out and go back to my other gym? Did you already cancel your other gym? I did. And you know what? It also, oh, is really, really sad because the gym owner, uh, I had I had canceled the membership with a temp person who was at the desk and they like put it into the computer. Well, I was leaving the gym the last day and the owner came up to me. He's like, oh, I, are you leaving us? And I'm like, yeah, my workout partner wants to work across the street. street. Or she she said, did we do anything wrong? <laughs> so Aww. I was like, no, you didn't do anything See, wrong. See, that's so considerate, though. I know. And, and now, that's a gym person and owner that cares about your membership. And we, yeah, we joined when they first opened up to the public because COVID was like laxing. And there was no one And there was there. no one there. No one. Arguably, yes, it's a much busier gym now, and I get it. But the gym that you've gone to, full T, is too many people at all times and they all sit on their they all again i do this sometimes when it's slow but the, it'll be packed to the brim and guys will be on their phones scruffing on the machines rather than lifting not scruffing on the machine i know oh no come on if i have to get on scruff to tell you hey i'm waiting for that machine just to get your attention there's a problem and i have done that before at that gym <laughs> Well, hopefully, well, maybe we'll get a gym update. So I'm two week. days in. I'm not sure uh, if I made the right decision. But, you know, the great thing is it's month to month. I can always back out. Yeah, but now you're paying a different price. Probably. No, it's the same price. That's, okay. That was the All other right. thing was our gym raised the prices. Do you guys care about daddy's gym membership? I don't know. But well, if you it, do, let us know in the comments. Uh, anyway, I hope it goes well with your nemesis. I hope it goes well with the new gym. And, and wait, there was more. Oh, there's more. Like five or six people who I didn't know their names came up to me and it's like, oh, all excited that I was working out at the gym and I didn't know who they were. Okay, well, now you're just being rude. No, I know. And so now I'm going to go to the gym feeling like I'm rude because I don't know people. Now would be a great time to learn names. And again, <laughs> I don't have it for, for people <laughs> like us that go to a lot of events and see friends at these events, sometimes names are tough. Daddy, you just gotta you gotta suck it up. Well, this goes to all gays during the holidays. Let me finish before you cut me off, Trixie. This is my tea. This is our why, podcast. Wait, why are okay. you remember when butting I, into I, I my literally tea? just no because I'm trying to give people some. <laughs> I'm wagging your finger in my face to give people some good <laughs> advice, which is just be honest and say, "Oh my God, it's nice to see you again from so and so place where you met this person. Can you please remind me your name? I'm I, I feel oh, embarrassed. That's so long to say, but you know what." I respect someone that's like, fuck, I meet far too no, many people. My favorite is when someone comes up to me Can and goes, let me finish. It. <laughs> <laughs> <This is> my <laughs> you finish your own tea over there. I, my coffee. favorite is when someone comes up who's new to me and says, we haven't met. My name is. I love that. And you're putting the work on other that. people. I'm saying you got to take the L. Daddy. Why do I have to do all the work? This is your now fault my not remembering people's names. I fault. can't remember that many. I know, names. and that's why I'm saying I bet you, if you're honest to those people, they would respectfully understand. But what if it's someone I should know their name? That's on you still. <laughs> that is still on you, and that's where you play my favorite game of 
Let's see if we b curiously talk long enough that I remember your name. Well, that's what I do. Clues. But then yeah. I get sucked into conversations. I don't if want. you're going to be at a new gym, though, you kind of have to learn uh, or at least remember people. So I, I'm just going to wear my headsets. Or you could have listened bolt. to the puppy and not. All right, all right. All right. See, now I'm regretting telling you my tea. No, I appreciate that tea as you sip a white claw. Um, <laughs> Shh, don't brand. <laughs> But all that said, um, today's episode is going to be about bratting, but today's episode would also not be possible without having those extra little gifts that you need just in case for those last minute people that get you gifts with today's sponsor, maybe Manscaped. Manscaped. Now, I don't know about you, but whether you're a guy, gal, or a non-binary pal, everybody's got body hair. Well, not everybody. some people don't have body hair. Like if they don't. They have eyebrows. Some people don't grow body hair. That's a thing. Oh. That's like a, an actual genetic thing. They don't grow eyebrows either. Anyway. Not even in their nose. Most people can appreciate having hair and maybe <laughs> needing to scape their body. And ooh, Santa baby, but the season is here for a fresh cut. And with today's sponsor, Manscaped, you can not only get a lawnmower 5.0 Ultra, maybe a beard hedger, a weed whacker for those nose and ears, but you can get someone a stocking stuffer this holiday season with the leading below the waist and above the waist grooming from Manscaped. So take care of your special snowflake with, oh my God, not the special snowflake. <laughs> with Manscaped and watch their South Pole shine like never before. Get the best stocking stuff for this holiday season at manscaped.com by using offer code what daddy? What's 20? For 20% off and free shipping and Mrs. Claus or Mr. Claus. And go shave you. your snowflake. <laughs> Not believe <laughs> or shave your brat. Maybe they, maybe your brat's been bad. So you know what I did? What? So which I just told you not to do. Um, oh, no. I regifted my manscaped razor. You did? Week. I did because because it, it was sitting on my cage and somebody visiting from Canada came by and they said that they needed a razor. So you took and your lawnmower 4.0 and you replaced it with your 5.0. <laughs> You're hilarious. Well, maybe you do want to get yourself the new 5.0 and you can gift your old one. I, I was going to give my old one to Lux. Because I know, but is one. that is that wrong to gift your old thing? No, you, if anything, well, I think it shows used? that you like it. Um, That seasoned hair. Mm, yeah, yeah, that mm. seasoned nose to hair. and <laughs> well, Maybe they're boxer games. We can get the Manscaped Boxer 2.0 or my personal favorite, especially if you travel for the holidays or not. Uh, the Shears 3.0 Nail Grooming Kit has been a savior for all those fifty fisting needs. I was just going to say that. I have been using that before I start fisting, and the file is amazing, so it's great. So, file this away under gifts that you might need for stocking stuffers, and check out manscaped.com for 20% off with offer code... What's 20? Thank you again, Manscaped. Ah, uh, okay, so we have the tea. I want to keep doing this sexy shout out though, and there's a specific and very, very heartfelt, sad actually shout out that we want to give today um, to one of my favorite people, not only during COVID, but in general, um, the wonderful, beautiful, cock destroying Sophie Anderson, unfortunately, mm, yeah. as of recording this podcast, unfortunately passed today, um, a meme, a legend, an activist. She was a very fierce supporter of the LGBTQ community. Um, we first did a video actually reacting to on, her on their their, their uh, show sex yeah. education show that they did <laughs> which when i was in london i talked to rebecca about and they were going to do another version of that so i don't know where that's at um mm. now so that's very sad so our 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 heartfelt rest in powers our support to anyone that knew them very very personally i did not know them that well um but 
when we did that Netflix review video, she, she was both of them reached out and was yeah. just like, oh my God, that was hilarious. Thank you, dolls. Thank you, They babes. were really good uh, sex workers that crossed the aisle from the straight community over to the oh, gay community. mainstream meme. And, yeah. and that's rare. So it, they, they were... They were amazing humans, and and, and uh, big shout out to them. Yeah. So we hope that all the families and friends, uh, personally for for them, are doing okay. Um, but also, if this is the first time you're hearing of the news, I'm I'm so sorry. And also, I hope that uh, the energy of the cock destroyers has helped you feel valid and given you that that power that you needed at some point in your life. Because I don't know if anyone could ever replace the destroying that they have done within our communities <laughs> no. it, it was just, it, it always made me laugh and one thing i am enjoying is the pictures that people are posting of them and i just saw one always ridiculous a so one ridiculous. where she was dressed as jessica rabbit and she nailed it oh, their scooby-doos <laughs> the, were the, hilarious the, yeah so yeah anyway that's our big old sexy shout out um today for her uh, but also, oh, can I have a second sexy shout? Can I, sure. that, that'll be your sexy shout out. How about? Okay. Because I got another one. Fine. This one goes out to H Bomber Guy. H Bomber Guy. Now, Daddy, do you you don't watch YouTube all that often? Mm, unless it's you, probably. No. Um, wow, that there, made me sound like a narcissist. Well, I mean, <laughs> there is this community on YouTube of commentary channels, people that do video essays. So well researched and well written. How long? As well as okay. Most of them range from like 45 minutes to an hour and a half, respectfully. You tell us that our videos are too long. I do, because we're not researching essays. We're not doing video essays. Okay. Video essays can be long form, can be a bit more long, not winded, but like they speak a lot. You yeah. know, they're talking, they're doing, they're doing lines and they're clearly very well researched. Um, but this week I want to give a big old sexy shout out to H Bomber guy who is a content creator who may like literally will only do like one video every six months or one video a year. That's how well researched Ooh, they are. Can we do that? No, because, <laughs> because, but this video was four hours long Jesus. and I want to give a shout out to it because it not only made me rethink how I want to do researching for videos going forward, but it was all about plagiarism and specifically about uh, a few creators in the community, but one particular one who was, very well known for doing LGBTQ inclusive commentary channels by the name of James Summerton. And H Bomber, of the four hours, two hours were spent on this specific gay queer creator. Oh, wow. That's a lot. Two hours. Wow. Because of the, I think, some around 60 video essays that existed on James's channel, um, 25 of which were uh, proven to have been plagiarized oh. and put a bunch of different article writers and video producers and other documentarians content actual their words their paragraphs like you can you can literally see where he copied the paragraphs from certain scripts and put it in his own at least half of them have tons of plagiarism and i don't mean like one or two spots mm. i mean some of the videos have six seven eight different like content creators excerpts that you can google yourself and find put into a script mm. and so i want to say if you have the wherewithal give it a watch because even as a content creator it makes you rethink how you watch something and it makes you question how some people produce things. Like for us, for instance, we just did a TikTok video this last week just because we wanted to do something fun and silly. Yeah, but we said who they were from. Yeah, right. and we we always give the credit. We we say the people's names if we can, but we also, I made if sure. If we know where it's coming from. I made sure, well, we always know the creator at the right. very least, but I made sure 
um, specifically with our assistant editor, even I was like, I want to make sure there's a little bar at the bottom of each one of the TikToks we react to with their name online and, you know, follow them there because I want to make sure credit is given. But I also like look back in my history. I'm like, well, whenever we do excerpts or quotes, we always try to read the person's name again, if we know where it's coming from. Right. But like this, this guy did not provide any, like this, I got all of this stuff from this person until people would call him out. And then he would repost the video. And again, it would get another couple hundreds of thousands of views. And it'll say like something like, oh, some of this was based on when he's literally reading books that mm. people wrote as his content. Wild. So I just want to give a shout out to like holding creators accountable, but also making me rethink even how I produce things. Because while we're not plagiarizing other people's content, a lot of our stuff is reactionary. A lot mm. of our stuff, we get ideas from people. But we always like when we did the, the come cocktails. We gave a shout out to the author. Obviously, we didn't come up with those cocktails. Obviously. But it's important to to really think about because that the guy that we're talking about, the James guy, 60, had a $64,000 Kickstarter to start his own movie company from his audience. Had tens of thousands of followers on Patreon that were giving him money. <coughs> and it's it's really interesting i don't want to say interesting because that makes it sound like it's good it's a fascinating retrospective on creating content and building communities i think it's becoming and i don't know if they because i didn't watch this video uh it's becoming more than look look at melania completely ripped off part of obama michelle obama's mm -hmm. speech and like out easy easy to figure out um and they just do it with no shame now. So it's like uh -huh. media has become this free for all circus where people is just using somebody else's idea constantly. Well, it even it even came out that like some of James's Patreon supporters were re were were writers who didn't get paid jack or shit for the stuff that they wrote, but they were featured in some of his videos because he just happened to find their content. It's so insidious and gross, but like it just makes you not only appreciate people who are actually doing the writing and doing the work, but like how much work goes into some of these things. And then a four hour video talking about plagiarism. While you don't think that sounds interesting, it was one of the most fascinating videos I've watched in a long <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, you've been fired up about it ever well, since. it's interesting. And it talks about content and how people make things. Mm. So like big old sexy shout out to H Bomber guy. Again, it's a four hour video, but the whole thing is fascinating to watch. And that's, that's all we got for the shout outs. Wow. So they weren't paid jack or shit? Who? He said they weren't paid jack or shit. Well, the, the I, I the just want to know where the term jack shit came from and how much is jack shit worth? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely. He got plagiarized, probably. <laughs> um, but today's topic for the, the full rest of the podcast, I wanted to talk about and kind of talks about the TikToks that we reacted to this last week on the YouTubes. Um, bratting. You being a brat. That's not what I said. In fact, <laughs> I think as it as it stands, most people would say that you're more of a brat. No, you're gaslighting me now. No, I'm pretty sure <laughs> everybody agrees with me here. I mm. am not a brat. I'm a daddy. That is exactly what a brat would say. You say I'm, that every I'm time. But the, the deniers I, as Mr. Pierre, who Mr. Pierre said, thank you for the credit. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, because good. that's what happens when you give someone credit for the good work they do is they appreciate it. <laughs> and then hopefully y'all like vibe together, you know, like, so shout out to, to Mr. Pierre. Um, which I just, I, I thought it was really nice. But also because he outlined a bunch of brats. Yeah. And you you found some. Uh, he never said daddy brat. Hey, that was um, not one of the brats. Uh, Mr. Pierre, hey, uh, maybe make another one. Bratty daddy. TikToks. 
<laughs> we have a t-shirt that's bratty daddy. I know. So you can't say you're and not it, a brat. And it's not selling well because it's, the, everyone it's knows it's just fine. They, they, they it's, think it's inaccurate. If you guys would like to False reverse Uno card brat, <laughs> go buy a bratty daddy t-shirt. Grumpy Dude. daddy does far better than bratty okay. daddy. <laughs> anyway. Because everyone knows it's not true. I don't think that's true whatsoever. <laughs> daddy, how would you define a brat though? I want to talk about brats today. I think it's a fascinating topic. But it's also a slippery slope, much like plagiarism. <laughs> so, oh, how do you define a brat? I just know a brat when I see one. How? Much like porn. How? Um, you can't say that and then not tell me how. You are not on the Supreme Court. They're just argumentative for no reason. You see why I... <laughs> no, I always have a reason. Okay, go ahead. Of course, I'm right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. what a brat would say. Mm-hmm. So the origin of the term brat, uh-huh. um, according to Aloe Health, because we're giving credit here. <laughs> I didn't do this research. No, uh, I researched it, but they had the the whole like synopsis of it. The term brat has been a part of the BDSM culture, sure, for a few decades, but it's believed to have originated around the 1980s and was initially used to describe someone who was subversive of non-compliancy. Sounds Say like that you. word again. Subversive of non-compliance. So you want to you want to pretty much act against being compliant. You want to be you're not you're not going to do what you want because you want to do what you want. You know. Yeah. Like a brat. No, I think everyone's that way. And now that's for the BDSM community itself. Yeah. Um, but the origin of the actual term brat, which obviously predates BDSM. Um, according to Rebecca Powell and Dr. Morton Ender, they think that the term originated in England where British military children and wives were once called British Regiment Attached Travelers, or as an acronym, BRATS. And uh, the children were also referred to as Barrack Rats, which when shortened equals BRATS. So when talking about BRATS, it's nice to know the, the etymology. It's nice to know the origin um, but this came up as a topic because of the recent TikTok video that we did. And I really wanted to dive deeper into it because while it might stand for like non-compliance over time, the meaning has evolved to even more and encompass a, a type of subculture within BDSM. And while I think sometimes it's used as a negative, which is why you have such a negative response. I don't have a negative response. You have a negative response. I'm not, I'm not a brat. <laughs> um, the meaning has evolved to include broader parts of the community because you have different kinds of brats as we've named. Well, we just saw that in a TikTok, so it must be true. And it's thought to be a more playful DS kind of dynamic than than outright disobedience, though disobedience does come. So it's not annoying. (laughs) Well, it's not. No, not to me. Is it annoying to you? Brats are annoying to me. Wow. (laughs) Talk about noncompliance. You're about to polarize the entire brat community. I think that that comes as a knee jerk reaction. And it's a valid reaction, but I will say that that's not fair to the community of brats because there it's a very diverse, it's very colorful, and it's very, um, it's just there's so many different kinds of brats that exist. And didn't ways they make in a which. movie about them? They made a doll line. I don't know if they made it. Brats, movie. the movie wasn't that probably. Okay, but I don't. Would you like to? You want to give me your no, research here? I, okay. I'm good. <laughs> no, no. Um, it's important though to note when we talk about brats is that. Everyone in the BDSM community, if they're into bratting, do it differently, but still have to do it with full consent. You're not getting into a DS dynamic with a brat without really like laying down the law, the rules, and what everything means and how it works into your dynamic. Because if you don't, there's going to be a lot of there's going to be a lot of triggered people within that relationship. No, it depends on the brat, I suppose. Well, have you ever have you ever played with a brat? 
A gnome. Why are you smiling? <laughs> I don't believe you. Well, no, not 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 for the second time. <laughs> How's that? Still don't believe you. Um, so looking into it, I kind of wanted well, to know, like, it, it depends. So for me, and why I can have a negative conversation is <clears throat> when someone argues with you, and they do it in a playful, fun way. That can be playfully and fun, but when they don't know when to quit, then it turns into the annoying factor. I get that. And that's why it's important to really negotiate. Like yeah. you have to have everything laid out for, for that reason. Because yeah. otherwise you're gonna trigger someone or you're gonna mm -hmm. cause some ah. And especially with something that can sometimes coincide with like regression a little bit within yourself into a headspace, um, like littles. While there is not a, a distinct overlap for everyone, sometimes people will brat in their little space or in their headspace. Mm. Again, the overlap, the Venn diagram, kind of similar to puppies, like puppies are sometimes seen as boys, sometimes they're seen as like girls or littles or, or, or ABDL. Like there is that overlap for brats and all those other communities as well. But I think sometimes we conflate them distinctly with being littles or ABDL because we see brats almost like that childlike um, in a sense that also likes to poke fun at why, 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 huh? You know, no, I've never equated the two truthfully. Uh, so, really? Yeah. And if I just, is that because it, you as a brat are an adult? Oh, okay. So <laughs> no, it's because bratty behavior. I don't just attribute to like younger people. I think. Why? Because well, there are a lot of brats out there. <laughs> no, but Why? I don't know why. It, it, oh my God. <laughs> it's going to hit you. <laughs> I think that bratting is a fun way to, to, to dive into your submissive side, but also, and this was a, a discourse on a bunch of like the subreddits that I was looking into for reasons in which people got into bratting. A lot of people are upset when people assume that a brat is automatically a sub. Oh, I don't, I don't assume that. What, what do you assume then? I don't here? assume anything. I, because <laughs> it, assuming makes an ass out of you and me. True, but sometimes mm. uh, you like, uh, brats like a good ass. Um, I prefer donkeys. Without being a stereotypical sub, brats are generally a little bit more mouthy. They sometimes lean into bad behavior and are very keen on one thing specifically, daddy. What's that? Pushing your buttons. And? Uh, being? Spanked. Well, yes, which is a... Corporal punishment. Minus the corporal, but yes, punishment. Punishment. Brats love wow. punishment. What were you, you were about to say something, though? No, I've had some bratty doms before. What? I don't know what that's like. <laughs> Explain what that means. No, they're, they're pushing your buttons. They're uh, doing, you, you know, especially if you're tied down and vulnerable, then they, they start to be... Uh, they think they're funny and saying, ah. Uh. <laughs> I would argue that bratting is one of the more intense DS dynamics. Yeah. Because the rules are played out differently. Yeah. Um, with bratting, there is not an excuse, but a but a reason or an agreed upon CNC even sometimes of pushing back for the, the dynamic that is, I'm going to be a brat, so you punish me. It's almost... You, you are pushing the, between like a D and an S in that you're you're pushing each other back and forth and finding that playfulness, hopefully, that then escalates into the kinky punishments. Got it. <laughs> I think you understand that, but I'm just no, saying like 
when you're doming another dom or when you're topping from the bottom, which I'm sure you never do, right, Daddy? So I don't avoid my question. <laughs> I no, I, I'm trying to keep up with one uh, bullet point at a time here. Um, and now are you? <laughs> no, <laughs> I completely lost it. Then now. let's go to the next bullet point. Uh, something else that came up a bunch with people was bratting was a way in which they could reclaim control within their lives as a submissive. Ooh, how? Because you're put in a situation where you otherwise would maybe normally feel powerless as a sub for some people. Again, mm -hmm. this is this is me stri strictly speaking to other people's experience that I was able to find. Um, and you're you're playfully being rebellious and allowing you to have that space where maybe as a as a younger person in your life, you were always reprimanded in a real terrible way that didn't allow for the playfulness, you know? Sure. Or like the trauma that you get from like parents being overly abusive in a bad way. Like the same way that some corporal punishment, some spanking can be really therapeutic for people, never a replacement for it can therapy. Be a trigger for others. It can be a trigger sometimes, but when you playful, when you're playful with it, when you lean into it, and when your partner knows that there might be some trauma there, that's a wonderful way for some people to unpack that. Mm. Okay. Do you not? Do you, no. Do you do you do you agree or disagree there? Because like you you get into some some heavier play. Do you ever use that as a form of like therapy? Not a replacement, but like a form of th therapeutic energy. Not for me, um, because I'm not a brat. Um, but <laughs> Can we get a, a, a not a brat counter? I, I'm curious as to how many times he says he's not a brat, because like, just curious. But I can see what you're saying. Um, so uh, it's a really personable way to express yourself as a sub. Like yeah, the but way in which you, you have to back. know when to stop. You do. And that's one of my caveats to bratting is reading the room, knowing the line, yeah. feeling someone else's energy or vibe, but but not pushing back too hard. You yes. want to you want to match the energy of someone yes. in most DS dynamics, but especially when it comes to bratting. Yes. And I think some people in the room don't always do that. Why are you <laughs> <seems> very pointed? <laughs> um, but that's one of the misconceptions about bratting. So I, I always, if I was a brat, and I'm not admitting that I am, I always know when to stop. Debatable. Um, uh. Another misconception about bratting <laughs> is that it's not always synonymous with being disrespectful or non-consensual. Uh, I think that brats can be playful but still follow the rules in the way that they do it, you know? I think teasing falls under that category. Yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's a difference between teasing and bullying. Yeah, Like a tease, teasing playful brat that's just kind of poking fun I, I don't generally mind, and I can usually return the, the little jabs. But when people get mean and bullying mm -hmm. is when bratting can can turn a bit darker. And while there is dark bratting as its own subculture of bratting that I'm not going to get into because that's some real edge play, um, you still have to consent to that, especially if it gets dark. Yeah. Have you heard of dark age play? No. Dark puppy play? What's dark? Is that like Dark Brandon? It just it's it's just edgy. <laughs> what? Dark Brandon? Who's Dark Brandon? Or, or isn't that what they call Joe Biden? Oh, Dark Biden. No. What? When he goes dark, he puts on the sunglasses and he gets all kick ass. You've Don't, never heard this? I've never heard this. Term. Oh come on, people. There's nobody that can can back you up right now. Yeah, I, I believe it's you. A thing. I'm no, gonna I, Google. It's not that I don't believe you. You're being a little bratty right now. <laughs> it's that I've never heard that term. Dark Brandon. Who the fuck is his name is Dark Brandon, Joe, isn't it? Joe Biden. Well, I think they were taking over the meme. Ironically, let's go Brandon and Dark Brandon. 
I think you're getting the Biden. The Biden campaign has embraced it and cool. they now call it dark branded. Again, didn't say you were wrong. Just that I've never heard. Yeah, well, you were being a little bratty there because you were you were pushing back. No, I'm, I'm keeping us on track. <laughs> you were the one that I, even even when I said, yeah, I believe you. You had to go out of your way to prove that you were right. That's because you bratty. because your tone was uh -oh, bratty and uh -oh. didn't believe it. Did Daddy get a nap today. Oh, my God. See, now you're being really bratty. <laughs> Anyway, sometimes the problems with bratting um, is punishment. And I say that because can you really punish someone who wants it? Thoughts? Yes. You can't. How? Uh, by not giving them what they want. But that's what, they, that's what a brat wants is punishment. Not, there are some punishments they don't like. <laughs> so now you're going to do things that are not consented upon? If they're being a brat. <laughs> I like the idea of bratting sometimes because it's embracing playfulness where I think some kinks can get a little too a little too heavy um, and that's why I like puppy play it's silly it's fun it's a good entry level I think bratting is similar in some ways but it is also a much more you have to regiment like how you do it and when and why too where I think puppy play can be a bit more playful but even then, like a lot of people, the same way people are like, you can't use being a puppy as an excuse to be an asshole, like rude. Bratting mm -hmm. has that same kind of connotation right. to it. Have you ever run into a brat that was bratting too bratty yes. to the sun? Yes. And you brat too close to the sun. Yes. How about, have you ever, okay, so another part to that, punishments. Mm -hmm. Breaking someone, like, like in BDSM, have you ever been broken? Have yes. you ever broken down? Yes. And what happens in that? It's kind of a very cathartic experience. But it's, I mean, so this is where you're going into that consent realm, especially in impact, impact play situation, like being flogging to the point the Dom knows that I can take it, but I'm on the verge of not being able to take it anymore. And your knees crumple and you finally just break. Um, but you're just so happy to be broken and the, and the Dom usually stops when you break. Um, so, and then you get your aftercare and everything's fine. Um, so you, sometimes getting broken is the goal. It, it, so long as you have consented upon it, I just think you need to be careful if you're getting into the, the brat taming, which is generally the Dom side of a brat play scene. You just have to know where that line is and when breaking is the intent or good and when it's a it's a byproduct that's not always desired you know yeah i've had people break and it was not a good experience for them oh so you, you have broken someone before mm -hmm. have you and how did you how did you aftercare that how did you unpack that how did you deal with that a lot of communication and hugging and and making them feel like they're in the safe space okay well, that's good. Yeah. And did they bounce back? Yeah, quickly. Yes. Okay. I think. I think but so so uh, one, one a, a good example would be. Remember, I I said last week the time somebody slapped me in the face and I just saw red. Yeah. And I just went into a rage because they triggered something they didn't know they were going to trigger. Um, I think that can happen in breaking as well. Sometimes you can take something a little further and not even realize that that's going to be a breaking point for that other person. Especially if they were leaning into more, 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 and then you give them more, 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 and then they get to this break. 
and <laughs> they well, can't take anymore. And that's when you use the safe word. Yeah, especially right. if if the play does get into that. Well, you can't make me or right. the, the poking back. That can sometimes elicit responses within a dom. Drive a dom to try harder. more aggressive. Yeah. Um, so how do you earn that submissive's respect then if, if it's, if it's someone that's going to be broken, like, how would you, uh, probably through repeated play so that you, I wouldn't do it on the first time. Uh, so you've got this rapport with someone, you know, how they react. Um, and then also, uh, you know, that is why we have safe words because we can get to a breaking point. And hopefully before you're broken, you say that safe word and they stop. Yeah. So then the, the opposite side of that, as someone who's doming or, or again, brat tamers is usually the term people refer to. How do you manage someone you know is going to be acting out? And is that something you enjoy as a dom? I don't personally know. Why? It just becomes annoying. I, I like I like my submissives to be submissive Why? <laughs> and do what I say because I'm going to hit you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's just me personally. I don't, I don't enjoy the pushback when I'm trying to dom because I want to be in control and I don't want you pushing back, teasing me, trying to gain control in other avenues. Why? <laughs> <laughs> See, I just punished you by going silent. Uh, well, it's on an audio podcast. That's just, I mean, I, I wish you would sometimes. You keep cutting me off. Wow. Silence. So, why are people bratty? What's, what's the reason you think people are bratty for? Uh, to get a reaction. Yes. Uh, maybe to lighten the mood. For fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to be playful. Uh, to get attention. Yes obviously and and maybe that's why it's not for me because i feel like i'm already giving you attention if i'm doming you um i don't want to be told what kind of attention I'm oh you don't you. like you don't like people telling you that Let's something's wrong ever. or feedback or you know i know I, i'm well aware um you, you've knocked out most of those off of my list what here. else is there i would say to overcome or work with anxiety oh because having someone that's controlling you, even if you don't want it, like you could be, you could be anxious or you could be like, oh, I don't want to do that though. But because you have that driving force from a dom, a, a top, a sir, a madam, a dom, whatever, however that person is a dom to you, because you have that driving force, I think that they rein you in and or give you almost like a mentoring of like sorts. Like being trepidatious about trying something new. Trepidations about that. Maybe you're you're not doing the things you need to do for the day. Maybe you're not working. You're not answering your emails. I don't know. But you can build in that that play into your life if it's a more than just a play scene dynamic. You know, okay. if it's a DS that exists outside of that. Um, as far as how to be a brat, I think Daddy's already exam like exemplified and shown us a number of times. Okay, <laughs> so your statements seem more bratty than mine. Because you keep trying to push my buttons here and trying to get a, a reaction, and I am not biting. No, you're not biting. No, you're not. I agree. I'm not dark branded. Um, <laughs> question everything. No, I hate questions. Why? Because they're annoying. Stop it. <laughs> um, you can taunt your partner within reason. Right, Daddy? Um, you can tell your partner what to do. No. 
<laughs> again, you have to consent to being in a relationship with someone and <laughs> with rap, a brat. You know, yeah. um, you can show indifference. That that's how I handle a brat. I don't know about that. <laughs> or you can. Well, I don't like this podcast. Or you can top from the bottom. Which you're very you good keep at. saying that. I don't top from the bottom. I let people. I give them feedback at the end. See, within I that, don't, though, I don't put parameters. I didn't even say which is something you do before you even start you, talking. I know your tone and your looks. You're I was looking at me very pointedly from my list so, of things that are really good with brats. And yeah, I, I said know top you from the bottom, and you got very I know you. defensive right See, away. And brats know how to push buttons, and you definitely keep doing that. So you're a brat, not me. How would you punish a brat? Uh, by not giving them attention. <laughs> That's what they want. Well, but but what I'm saying is it like a punishment that they might like. Like what is what is some punishment you might do with like an ABDL player, for instance? Because there's a little bit of an overlap there. To Tie think. their hands behind their back and shove soap in their mouth. Ew, but maybe effective. I know. <laughs> Sorry, ew more so because the taste of soap is not good. No, that's the punishment part. <laughs> do you not know what a punishment is? I, I do. <laughs> I'm not a fan of soap, but... Um, See, then there's punishments that you like and punishments you don't like. So I'd give you a punishment you don't like. I'm not a brat. That's what a brat would say. Agreed. I'm glad you hear me. <laughs> See? Not indifferent about that one. Um, as far as like setting up a scene with a brat, it's, it's really important that you set those boundaries. Cause if yeah. you don't, they might get a little rambunctious. They might overstep boundaries go or too they, far. yeah, they could go too far and be a little bully. Mm -hmm. Um, would you, would you say that brats always need taming? It depends on the level of their brattiness. I mean, I, I don't, I don't mind a good banter, uh, like, it, a few jokes back and forth. I I enjoy that levity. Mm -hmm. Um, but if they're trying to get for for me, it's a negative feedback. What do you mean? Explain. If they're trying to push your buttons to get a reaction, that's not an enjoy it's like poking a bear. Would you poke a bear? No. I don't know. <laughs> no, you would not. <laughs> Have they eaten recently? Because I mean, I, that's a big factor. <laughs> well, if they've eaten recently, I probably would poke the bear. Yeah, mm, I mean, still <laughs> playing with fire. But you say you don't play with brats, but then I also do think that you've played with many brats. I think that you just you know how to to, to handle them. You know how to yeah. tame them. Well, because the brats that I play with know that when I get firm, they have to stop bratting. Do they? Mm. chastity is great bondage is great um if you're into abdl stuff there's plenty of overlap there with diapers and, and them putting someone in, in a pile of legos oh ow but that's effective if I they've know. got legos around um punishments could include like i mean put someone in timeout mm -hmm. which is is like timeout is just adult bondage mm -hmm. or bondage is just adult timeout i think is what yeah that, that's what i meant no i put them in the corner with their nose in the corner you put them in the corner with their nose in the corner. Yeah, their nose stuck to the wall. Stuck to the wall? Are you gluing it? Depends on how bratty they are. <laughs> I could. <laughs> um, and then when it comes to whether you're a dom or a sub within that play, like, who do you think has the harder role in that? The dom. Yeah? Yeah. Why? 
Because the I know, I'm not asking. I don't to know be a if brat. you're asking why I'm to be bratty to be or not. <laughs> I'm not asking to be a brat. Like, I, I want to answer your questions, but if you repeatedly say why, no, okay. I'm going to stop. <laughs> How do you think that? Uh, what was the question? <laughs> Who do you think holds more power within that? Holds more power. Yeah. Uh, In a generic, very hypothetical DS relationship between a brat and a brat tamer. I would, ha I'd have to say the Dom because they have the ultimate last word. Okay. I would say I agree, but I think that the sub might have a bit more power there because usually they're the ones that are providing and consenting to things. And I feel that the brat, while not the one in control, quote unquote, they are controlling the situation and giving the reins to the Dom to respectfully navigate the scene. And, I, and that's where you kind of get into that gray area of like, who has more power, the dom or the sub? In bratting, the brat knows what triggers them. And hopefully you guys have consented like what escalates to the punishments and is giving that escalation to the dom to then be the one that, that does the punishment, you know? Yeah, then let them dom themselves. That's not how DS relationships work, Daddy. <laughs> but if how... you're going to control everything from the bottom, then you might as well just dom yourself. No, okay, well, I will, I, devil's advocate there, you like submitting. Mm -hmm. Why don't you just dom yourself? Because I like the, having the dom. Exactly, it's not as sexy to dom yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Well, you just answered but your own question. I don't do the dom's job. You quite literally were reacting to the TikToks, and you're like, I did that the other day, when someone was topping from the bottom. So, to be clear, I didn't top from the bottom. I gave them feedback after the scene, okay. which they asked for. Did you feel bad after giving that feedback? A little bit, because I was very pointed. See, but that would be a, that is a wonderful example of then what happens. Well, then that Dom should have like domed you for being not bratty. No, he but, took the feedback and hopefully our next scene will even be better because he took the feedback. Yeah, and hopefully more intense. What was the feedback, by the way? I'm curious now. Uh, it was a flogging scene and my feedback was a little bit about the wraparounds of his whip hmm. and um, uh, going too hard too fast. Uh, so taking their time, and that was kind of my fault a little bit because of my experience level. He thought he could go harder, mm. faster, and I'd be able to take it. And I'm like, no, I still need a little warm up. Um, so that was basically the feedback. But I did it at the very end. I wasn't like, while he's flogging me, I was like, harder, faster, slower. Da -da -da. Actually, I did say slower once. Um, Which I think is yeah. good BDSM communication. Yeah, I think that. After the scene is done and you've very physically shown that the scene's over, is a great time to give feedback. Right. Yeah, whether you're a brat or not. Okay. Um, and I don't think that's doming from the bottom. I think that's just giving feedback. True. Yeah. But I think you also did take credit for topping from the bottom once or twice. No, I would never. I, I think that got cut out of the video. Uh-huh. The See, then it didn't exist. Don't, don't make me pull out that super cut. Didn't exist. So, do you, would you ever be a brat? I mean, I'm playful from time to time. The way I mean, <laughs> I don't think I'm a brat. I'm only a brat when you're a brat. I react to your brattiness. Ooh, ooh. How about this? So, switch brats. What's a switch brat? <laughs> a swat. A swat. We did talk about this in the TikTok. Okay. Um, uh, 
And there's tons of different kinds of brats. We're not going to like label each and every one of them because I think they're all not made So up, maybe we're but... just switch brats and constantly poking each other. That's what we do on these podcasts. We just poke each other over and over. Yeah. But I will say to that, like we at least generally know where the line is and that whenever we're poking each other, it's generally for comedic effect or to yeah. have a conversation. Comedy. But there are times where we poke each other in real life and it gets a bit jokey for one of us while the other one's like, why are you being mean? Exactly. And so you do have to know the difference there. You, True. You agree. True story. Yes. So you agree. I've agreed with you the entire <laughs> time. <laughs> Jesus. Um, What happens when you have two brats though? Like, do you, ooh, they have, they have to outbrat, outbrat each other. Do two brats in a hand worth more than a brat in the bush? What kind of bush are they in? A brat bush. Can this bush be handled with Manscaped? Today's sponsor? Lots <laughs> Um, Wait, what was the question again? Oh my God. <laughs> what did you Brat. say? <laughs> Bratty behavior. Not no. listening. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm going to Alzheimer's so is now Bratney. No, <laughs> you don't have Alzheimer's joke about that. People will think you're being serious. No, two brats. I don't know. I, I don't, as not a brat, um, I've never had a scene with a brat. But I know many brats. You're bratty a lot of the time. And you've been... So you you have this thing. When I have a new sub or something, you have this little... You test them by being a little bratty to them to see how they will respond. Like how? Uh, you'll lean into their personal space and just kind of stare at them and ask a question like... Wow, now I can't ask questions? That's no, it's like... No, you, you put them in a hard place. You're like... Who's right, daddy or me? And then you just stare at them in their <laughs> in their personal space. You want to know where they making stand. Them, I know, know making them stand, uncomfortable. Huh? So that is your brattiness. That, uh, that's being well, a brat. I mean, more so just testing to make sure that they that's a brat. Take it. <laughs> it's a brat. Anyway, <laughs> see, <laughs> as daddy is also a brat. I I I feel that the the playfulness that comes with bratting, whether you are a brat or not, can lend itself to fun engaging and playful play i i think that there is a level of fun that should be in all kink that we do and there's something to be learned from brats whether you are intentionally bratting for punishment or just being playful to get a rise out of and add levity to a scene i sure. think that bratting has a time and a place and so long as you know what you're doing and you're doing it mindfully it's usually fun mm. You're about to say something. No, I, 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 I like the ad levity part. I'm not sure I like the part about getting a rise out of someone. Why? And I mean, I don't. It's, it's, it's very fully... triggering for me. I don't like oh, okay. people pushing me to get a rise out of me. If you want to see me have a rise, for me, that's a negative connotation. Like, Aha, I got you to do something. Um, Where does that come from, though? Probably my childhood. Okay. And that makes sense. No, no, I, 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 I'm not trying to psychoanalyze you, but I'm saying that yes, and there's a real life experience right there of I don't like people being bratty because it makes me feel like triggered, right? Yeah. Some people, and that's where that comes into the consent. That's where you have those conversations similar to last week of like, how does this make you feel? Does this make you feel sexy? Do you like it when I do this? Like having those in depth, whether after because you've consented to the scene, you did it, or before for the pre negotiations, like some people really like to get that nitty-gritty out of the way at the beginning some people prefer a little bit more feedback after the fact no yeah, i agree so you heard it here you don't brat to get a rise out of daddy but he does love brats right daddy 
I pretty sure that's what I heard. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'll tolerate brat, brats. How's that? Just make sure you you share your snacks with them. Yeah, it yeah. Was, feed me, and you're okay. And then you can poke the bear. Yes. Daddy, if people would like to poke your bear, where can they do that on the social medias, though? <laughs> my bear? Yeah. Uh, you can uh, follow me if you want to see the naughty stuff on MrChristopher.com, and that's Christopher with a K, or newly on TikTok, I'm Mr. Christopher oh. Weston. How long have you been doing TikTok? Only like two months. Really? Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, but you can find me everywhere, though, at PupAmp. That's P-U-P-A-M-P, or PupAmp.com for the sexy stuff. This has been a What's the Safe Word Incorporated podcast, What's Your Safe Pod. And you can find us everywhere at What's the Safe Word, including Patreon, Twitch, Twitter. We don't have a, a What's the Safe Word specific TikTok, but if you look for What's the Safe Word, you'll find me and Daddy. You'll find TikTok. us both. Yeah. We're there. And if you join our Patreon, you can stick around for some aftercare right now where I will tame the brat and we will talk ourselves down. Uh, we don't have any brats in here, I thought. Mm, I'm looking at them right now. I don't know. See, right see but going back in my notes, people that like to poke other people That's to get a poking. rise out of them. I'm not poking to make a rise. Mm, I'm just stating Interesting. Facts. Interesting. And we will facts. talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. I don't know why I had these headphones on. I didn't hear a damn thing the entire time. <laughs> I only heard this is plugged in. <laughs>